What do you think of the letter the Pope wrote to Jeff Davis, Lincoln said to Chiniqui, calling him the illustrious and honorable president of the Confederate States? That letter tells the Roman Catholics that you are a bloodthirsty tyrant because you are fighting against a government which the infallible and holy Pope recognizes as legitimate. That letter means that you will give an account to God and man for the blood and tears you cause to flow in order to satisfy your ambition. The Vatican-Moscow Alliance, Avro-Manhattan, page 271, Ralston Pilot Incorporated, 24 Ansdell Terrence, Kensington, London, W8, England. That letter changed everything. It meant that for Roman Catholics, that for Lincoln to fight the South was to fight the Pope himself and God and Jesus Christ. In the name of God, Chiniqui said, pay more attention to protect your precious life. President Lincoln knew his assassination was near. He read to Chiniqui out of the Bible about Moses in Deuteronomy three twenty-two through 28 where Moses talks about his near death and about how God forbade Moses to go to the promised land. The more I read those verses, it seems to me that God has written them to me as well as to Moses. Lincoln bowed his head in prayer. Has he not taken me from my poor log cabin by the hand, as he did Moses in the reeds of the Nile? to put me at the head of the greatest and most blessed of modern nations, just as he put that prophet at the head of the most blessed nation of ancient times. Has not God granted me a privilege which was not granted to any living man when I broke the chains of four million men and made them free? Now I see the end of this terrible conflict with the same joy of Moses when at the end of his trying 40 years in the wilderness and I pray my God to grant me to see the days of peace and untold prosperity which will follow this cruel war as Moses asked God to see the other side of Jordan and enter the promised land. But do you know that I hear in my soul God's voice giving me the rebuke given to Moses? It is a solemn voice which tells me I will see those things only from a long distance and that I will be among the dead. But just as the Lord heard no murmur from Moses' lips when he told him that he had to die before crossing the Jordan for the sins of his people, so I hope and pray that he will hear no murmur from me when I fall for my nation's sake. (laughs) Chiniqui broke into tears and prayed with him. At the Ford Theater on Good Friday, April 14, 1865, at 10 p.m., Lincoln was talking to his wife about his future plans. He wanted to see the Holy Land and those places hallowed by the footsteps of the Savior. There is no city I want to see as much as Jerusalem, he said. With the words half spoken on his tongue, the bullet of his assassin entered his brain, and the soul of this great and good president was carried by the angels to the new Jerusalem above. Abraham Lincoln, the Christian, John Stone, Abingdon Press, New York, 1913, page 182. 
The killer, John Wilkes Booth, jumped to the stage below. His spur caught in the flag and he broke his leg. He shouted to a stunned audience, holding a dagger in his hand, Six Semper Tyrannus, which means thus always to tyrants, and he escaped. Pope Pius IX and his Jesuits found Roman Catholics willing to kill the president. Headquarters for this operation was the house of Mrs. Mary Surratt in Washington, D.C., Priests were in the Surratt home day and night. John Wilkes Booth rode to Dr. Mudd's home to have his broken leg set. He was killed in a shootout April 26. Around his neck was a medal of the Virgin Mary. In his diary were these words, I can never repent. God made me the instrument of his Lincoln's punishment. Page 310, 50 years in Rome. Mary Surratt was one of the most devout Roman Catholic women in Washington, D.C. 